Welcome back, everybody. This is Double Stack F1 Podcast. Honorat on again, as usual. And Trevor Bauer is also on. Hello, um, everybody. Fourth of July weekend. Greetings um, from Ohio. How is it over there, man? It's nice. You're Hanging a few out hours in the behind, suburbs. Right? Yeah, no, same time mm-hmm. as uh, same time zone as New York, but um, uh, yeah, hanging out at my brother's place. Nice to nice and relaxing over here. Nice to get out of the the chaos of the city from time to time. Annoying everybody with your F one habits. Are they big fans over there? Uh, I'm the only one, so yeah, they probably uh, they probably think I'm a have, bit strange. Remote control. What's that? You have control of the remote control, or you're, my you're watching phone. it? I just watch everything on my phone. <laughs> uh, they gave you Wi-Fi access. You you sure probably did. sucking up all the all the other bandwidth for your for your uh, <laughs> F1 addiction here. But yeah, Perhaps. busy weekend, right? It was insane. Yeah, we a had a lot of action so far, and it's uh, you know, it's only Saturday. It's only Saturday. Holy macaroni and cheese. And there's more to come. Uh, all the support series are here. F2, F3, even Porsche Series Cup, which is insane. It's nonstop action. We love it, but it's uh, it's 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 a busy weekend for sure. Uh, let's dive in. Uh, we'll try to figure out what to look out for uh, going into tomorrow. Uh, talk a little bit about the track. Uh, strategy, and I have to give my top 10 this weekend, don't I? Uh, you sure do. I'm on the hook. I'm on the hook. Uh, I'm, I'm glad it's, it's your weekend talk. and not my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one to read, uh, but I, I'll give it I'll give it my best shot, and then, you know, we'll kind of wrap it up uh, relatively quickly. But uh, before we dive in, looking at the track here, we're in Austria, home of Red Bull. Um 4.318 kilometers. It's going to be a 71 lap race on Sunday. Um, total 3.306.452 kilometers. The lap record is held by, within the race, is held by, um, I believe it is Carlos Sainz when he was in at McLaren. Uh, fastest lap was in quality was from Botas, I think on one minute two. Uh, I think it was, was it the 2020 car or the 21 car? I uh, set a, a really stonker in that one. Uh, Strategy-wise, looking for a two-stopper. Uh, in terms of rain, uh, we had some today for the sprint, uh, and there's a 40% chance of rain between 2 and 4 p.m. Uh, so my take there is an enter, but we, we'll dive into that a little bit later. Talking about enters, uh, similar to Australia, uh, Pirelli brought C3, C4, and C5 tires here. So the the softest of the softest within Pirelli's band. Uh, so it's going to be a quick race. Lap time, usually 1 minute 5, 1 minute 6. Uh, we saw today was a little bit slow because of the rain, but uh, ultimately it's going to be a quick lap, quick quick race tomorrow if, uh, if it's dry as expected. A lot of opportunities to overtake. Uh, there's three DRS zones from turn 10 to 1. Uh, turn one to three and turn three to four. So it's a really short track. Uh, I think six left, six left-handers and uh, uh, no, six right-handers and four left-handers. Um, so pretty quick. McLaren and Ferrari um, always work well at this track. Um, and in terms Leclerc of safety won the car, race last year, didn't he? Uh, yes, he did. He did. Leclerc uh, still had a good car. Strategy worked out well. Almost a one-two for 
for the Ferrari kids, but uh, we had an engine blow up by uh, Carlos Sainz uh, there. Uh, safety car, 50% chance. V- virtual safety car, 20% chance. A pit stop, a pit stop will cost you 20.4 seconds. That's that's kind of the 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 background to to this track in terms of uh before we go in to kind of look at what what may happen uh tomorrow how about you walk us through the 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 top 10 or maybe the the entire grid after quality do you have that handy or do you want me to do I it I do got it right here um so no surprise to very many people starting uh in P1 is Max Verstappen um, after him, we've got both of the Ferraris uh, with Leclerc in P2, Sainz in P3, uh, followed by Norris, which um, kind of exciting. Seems like uh, McLaren is uh, starting to starting to show some pace. So hopefully, um, is it the upgrades or is it is it uh, Lando just being quicker? I don't know. That's a very good question because you know Lando's P4 and Piastri's P13, so it could. Be Lando well, yeah. and not necessarily the, the car. Update. Okay. Yeah, she doesn't have the update, so it oh, could be. So that's what we're this, this time and then yeah. next week. So that's where I'm it. like, I don't know how much of it is Lando's phenomenal skill or like connection to this track or ability. Like his driving style suits this track really well. I don't know how much of it is that and how much of it yeah. is. It's, it's kind of. I'd say it's probably impossible to really kind of disentangle yeah. if if only norris has the upgrades he's he between the two if they're in the exact same car he's the better driver for sure so yeah. it's hard to tell like how much of of the difference is lando and how much of it is the improvement of the car yeah but to see him uh, yeah. to see him starting in the in the second row um especially considering you know kind of what was going on with them in the beginning of the season and the struggles that they had um it's kind of exciting but he was P3 in, in Spain, too. He was P3 in Spain after they brought... I, I don't know if they did any updates there, but he was P3, yeah, P7, sure in, in P, P7 in um, Canada, P3 for the sprint race this morning. So I, I, I don't know. I, and, and, and he fell back in, in the sprint. And then there's reasons behind that. We'll dive into it. Uh, but But yeah, I don't know. I don't really know. I, it's just tough to read still. But race space rise, uh, looking into the data, they do have pretty decent race space here. It could a change, be a situation. So. Okay, yeah. I was going to say with uh, McLaren lately, it could kind of be like a situation with Haas, but just less bad where they can qualify decently, but just mm-hmm. lose lose a bunch of track position during the race. Yeah, but yeah, it, 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 that's where I'm confused, right? Because the race space also looks good. Uh, and for Haas, it's it's not quite the same. Haas is still a little bit lagging yeah, in terms of race space. So there's an obvious so there, there is a percentage of this that 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 may be correlated to the upgrades on his car. But Piastri also was quick, so I don't know. <laughs> It'll be one we'll have to like keep a close eye on tomorrow for sure. But start for the interrupter. Russ Norris starting P four, and then followed by Hamilton in P five. Um, and then both Aston Martins with uh, Stroll in P6, Alonso P7, and then Hulkenberg in uh, P8, and then Gasly and Albon to round out the, the top 10 in P9 and P10. Cool. Uh, 
So when I when I take a look at that, we we certainly didn't speak about Perez in this top ten. Worth worth mentioning also, right outside of the top ten is Russell in P eleven, Ocon in P twelve. Um, two guys who are regularly fighting for mm-hmm. the points. So um, pretty yeah. pretty likely that that'll be the case again tomorrow. Should be a should be an interesting race. Yeah, and uh, and and you know, Paris also fifteenth. Uh, there's there's a lot, and, and after what we saw today, for sure, dude, what a sprint race that was! That was I was I was like lap one was pretty wild. I was glued <laughs> to my. I, it was I was it was so insane. Lap one was was madness. Like Paris, don't give Paris a, a, a an opportunity. He's gonna he, he the racer inside of him just comes out. And like Max Verstappen sees a little bit of competition, he's excited. He wants to fight. He wants to, you know, take the elbows out and just have fun yeah. out there. So it was it was beautiful to watch. They pushed each other uh, quite a bit. And I know Max misses kind of having that that type of competition, and we all do as well. So it was it was good to see. Um, and uh, I I know one guy that just, it didn't work out for him was Lando. He was like pretty tight behind the two Red Bulls when they were fighting. So ultimately, into turn three, I would believe turn three or four, uh, up on the hill there. Uh, yeah, that the, the right second breaking he zone. Fell I don't back. know if it's turn because uh, I don't know if they count four, those four. like little yeah those little wiggles yeah. I always forget about yeah. in between uh, yeah the first and second breaking zone. He lost all all of it there. Lando just fell back somehow traction or on exit or something, he just got swallowed by everybody there. And I think that's what really undid his race today. Uh, and if he can avoid that tomorrow, I think he's in, he'll be in a more competitive position. So I don't know. It was, it was, it was good to watch all across the field. You had Leclerc battling Gasly, I, be, I believe. And like Hulkenberg defending the, 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 the Mercedes fighting. And it was, it was beautiful to see what the rain kind of twisted it up a little bit starting off from like the sprint shootout into the sprint itself. It was, it was one of them days where you're, you were happy you woke up early to watch F1. Right. Absolutely. And like Hulkenberg had a pretty good showing in the, you know, the wet um, qualifying or the, you know, intermediate uh, sprint race. But I think like if it were a dry race, like I don't think he finishes in the top eight. How long did you have hope that he was going to make it onto the podium? Um, that's a good question. I mean, I kind of knew he wasn't going to be able to hang on, but I I was kind of excited that he was, you know, he kind of kept up the fight for, for like most of the sprint race. It wasn't until the last like few laps that, uh, he fell out of the top three and then he, uh, yeah, no. hit it, I think for, for slicks. That saved his life though. I think pitting saved yeah. his race. I think by the end uh, of the he, race, the slicks were definitely the faster tire. Um, and he chewed up, he, he kind of, his driving style and the car itself chews up tires like nobody's business. Like for a sprint where you can go on, on a single tire, I don't think he could have survived on one tire for that race, even if yeah. it was slick, even if it was and a single. His driving single style, slick. but also the car he's driving. The Haas is not great on tire has similar issue that Ferrari has with uh keeping keeping the tires. Did the Ferraris change the tires during the sprint? I don't I remember. I believe Leclerc did. I'm not sure yeah. about signs. I don't think signs did. 
Okay. He was probably in the fight with the guys up front and kind of had to yeah. stay close enough. Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah. He would have probably, he would have, I mean, he finished there. Yeah. He would have fallen out of the, the top three if he tried to yeah. pit for another set of tires. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, going into tomorrow, given what we have, uh, Paris was very competitive today, uh, uh, starting on the front row. He started 15th tomorrow. I think he's one I'm going to keep a close eye on. Uh, there are possibilities to overtake here. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we saw today, you can you can get an overtake done, usually turn one, um, turn three, which is just that flat-out section uh, mm-hmm. for the second DRS uh, before turn four. You can also get a good overtake done into turn four if you take a different line. Other uh, Either you take the outside line and carry more momentum, like George Russell did a few times and got a few overtakes done today, or you, you kind of stay close to the person and get the apex on the inside into turn four, um, the uphill. Mm-hmm. Um, and the switchback seven. worked a lot today and, and like a lot of the, the corners. It was kind of exciting. In the, yeah, it was beautiful to watch. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> so George did a few into, I think it was turn five or six uh, downhill. George did a couple right there where he, he you can cover the inside line. And, and once you get a good runoff from turn four and cover the inside into turn five, you, you're pretty good for – to get a position uh, there, turn seven, which is like a left-hander sweeping left-hander round in, into yeah. the infield, kind of. Yeah, it, it looks like a double-ish apex, but a little bit wide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So turn seven, uh, turn nine, and ten. If you're ballsy, you can do something there, but they're super fast. And they're hard. Super fast. That's that's where everybody was running into issues with track limits as well. Um, yeah. Nine and ten during. During quality, yeah. So I think there's opportunities. I think if 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 uh, Paris, you know, is hungry enough, and and if it's dry, and he can he can leverage the the power of of the Red Bull, I think he could uh, he 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 he'll be able to make some ground and come back up. Um, I think Lando is another guy I want to keep an eye on. On we we touched on it a little bit. Um, but uh, I think there's there's something there uh, that he could probably deliver uh, uh, some points tomorrow for for uh, for for McLaren. I don't know how much. I don't know if it it'll be on the t- higher end, but I, I I do feel like there's there's points to be had there with that car and and combined with Lando Norris. What do you think? I agree. Um, off? No, I don't think so at all. Um, I mean, last time out, he other. Other than that uh, penalty, he like would have finished in the points. So very, uh, very reasonable to assume that starting from P four, he can uh, have another points finish tomorrow. Yeah, I think that's what that's. I also took that into account, right? That's the whole getting penalized in Canada before the upgrade and how competitive he was still. I think, yeah, it makes me feel like I sh- there's something in there for Norris this weekend. So. Gonna keep a close eye on him and him tomorrow. Uh Alonzo, um is he gonna get a podium tomorrow? That is a really good question. Um Well he told us there's podiums every weekend from from after after Spain, right? He says there's gonna be a podium every weekend. Is he is he already gonna bite his uh chew his words today or <laughs> tomorrow or I don't I know. I mean, I, I hope not. I think uh Alonso's run of uh, podiums this season has probably been like 
the most exciting surprise to me um, mm-hmm. that I like hadn't really expected heading into the season. So I hope he's able to keep uh, keep up his uh, his uh, the momentum. Yeah, he's got uh, some momentum on his side, and hopefully he can uh, keep uh, finishing on the podium. Yeah, uh, I it's doubt gonna be he tough will, though. But... He's got a he's got a. <laughs> I yeah, mean, so Ferraris and and Lewis in front of him too, and I mean, Stroll he, too. He should have the pace to get past Hamilton and Norris, and then if uh, you know a simple strategy error by Ferrari, which seems to happen pretty frequently, would put him on the podium at that point. He, it doesn't seem like when I look at his pace this weekend, uh, Aston is relatively quick. Seems like second quick after. After the Red Bull and then st- closely followed by Ferrari, you may have something there. Uh, I think, but it's uh, super tight. The, it's like yeah, a ten. It's like a ten between all three. I think something has to happen to one of the cars ahead of him. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. And today he had a and, and and this track also suits Stroll. Did you watch how he they were battling the whole time him and Stroll? I did. Yeah, that was exciting. I thought he was going to get him at the end of the race there, um, but Stroll was did. able to to hold on. Yeah, he, I don't know. He he was uh he was keeping Stroll under pressure for um like a lot of the race. There was radio messages from Stroll saying like, "Hey, can we tell Fernando <laughs> we don't keep... need to fight? Um, P five, yeah. P six is pretty good." <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's interesting. Um, uh, he he, I don't know if he was coaching Stroll on on how to defend against a world champion or. Or if he, or if he legitimately was like, dude, you're 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 not worth my time here. Like, I need <laughs> I need to move. Like, I need extra points here. Like, get out of my way. Um, but or if he's trying to pretend that, yeah, dude, like your son is not that bad. He look out, look what he can do when I'm attacking him. He's actually a good driver. You know what <laughs> I mean? So I just can never read. I can never read what he's doing, and I think he's multiple steps ahead of everybody else watching probably has a hidden a hidden agenda always we 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 won't know until it's actually like we won't know until it it works yeah then we're like (laughs) oh that's what he was okay i see it now (laughs) yeah so i always i always i always kind of try to try to you know take various angle uh when i look at what what he does on track and what he says afterwards. Uh, yeah, to be so, totally yeah. honest, today for a lot of the sprint, I like they didn't really show the Aston Martins until kind of maybe like two thirds of the way through the sprint. They started showing them on the broadcast, but just I was just looking at the the timing and the intervals, and he was yeah. pretty much just like a second behind Stroll, like the whole time. I was wondering, if, <laughs> like, is he like just refusing to pass? Stroll, <laughs> yeah, he could have. <laughs> Is he like, like choosing he to could've. not overtake him? And then, uh, which might have been the case for like a lot of the race. Obviously, toward the end, there was a couple moments where he was clearly trying to get by. And there was a couple yeah. times I like actually thought he was by, but then Stroll seemed to to, to get ahead at the like get right back at, at the him corner or something. Exit. Yeah, or into the next yeah. corner or something. But um, it was a nice battle, but I don't know if Alonso just gets him into turn one tomorrow and calls it a day and like, dude, I'm not dealing with this tomorrow and just gets a good run uh, on him. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. We'll it was see a good get, battle. Get... I'm just not sold that it was 100% of Alonso's battle. effort. 
<laughs> Maybe like that 80 ish percent, but like yeah. I don't know if it was 100. Yeah, so it's one to keep a close eye on. Alonzo podium, maybe. Asterisk question mark. <laughs> I hope so. Fingers crossed. Yeah. And then the next thing, maybe Ferrari, they seem strong. They were winners here last year. Uh, Leclerc did one quality. Yeah. Leclerc won for, here, for I think, the... in 2019 also. Yeah. So I think the car does well here. I think it's low deg in general, this track. Which helps uh, them because so that's like an Achilles heel of theirs. Yeah. So, you know, I think they'll be they'll be fine. But is it Leclerc that's going to be stronger or is it Sainz? I'm leaning Sainz this weekend. Uh, he's been on top of it the entire time. He's super close to to Leclerc uh, in terms of quali- qualifying. Picked up more points today. Uh, he's 20 points ahead of his teammate now. Yeah, but you have to caveat DNFs, right? Leclerc had a few. So, oh, sure, but yeah, so yeah, but he's on paper, right? History, history is written down, and in history, he's ahead, and uh, um, he's outperforming Leclerc this year. Period. Um, so I, I think I'm leaning signs to to out deliver Leclerc tomorrow, and also given the fact that Leclerc after the sprint was still arguing about you know com- being comfortable with the rear end of the car. Uh, and still asking the team to to kind of dig in and figure out what's going wrong there. So yeah, that is not I something ag- I want to hear. Yeah, I would agree. Signs I think seems in a much better spot this weekend than uh, than Leclerc does. Just since he just seems relaxed, he had a good uh, good yeah. qualifying, he had a good sprint result. Like he's kind of got some positive momentum on his side. And Leclerc, uh, he struggled quite a bit today. I would say. Yeah. And it's that ability to 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 adapt, and Signs is really good at that. He's not gonna complain. He's just gonna adapt his driving style to to what he has in front of him or what what's under his butt, and mm-hmm. and and figure it out. He's not okay. This is the car I have. How can I extract the most from it? He's not gonna be like, oh well, this car is not good. Like we need to fix it so that I can extract the most out of it. You know what I mean? There's I do, yeah. different ways to look at. You know, you get lemon, try to make lemonade, right? And I think science is, does well in that department where he's I just like. I also think uh, in terms of like during the actual race, um, but like mm-hmm. we everybody kind of talks about how Ferrari often makes strategy errors and whatnot. Uh, between the two drivers, the, I think Sainz is way less likely to suffer from those strategy errors than Leclerc because he's way more likely to just say no when uh, they tell him something yeah. he doesn't like. And Leclerc well, kind of like argues a little bit but does it anyway. Sainz just flat still... out refuses. He's like, no, we're going to do this instead because I'm driving yes. the car and you can't make me pit when I you don't You don't know to. what's going on in here. Yeah. yeah. Stop <laughs> Stop eventing. I'm not like, pitting yeah, at all. It's ultimately up to me when I pit because I'm the one uh, behind the wheel. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one other guy I think would be interesting to keep an eye on uh, is, is Senor Harkenberg. Uh, as he's had a wonderful weekend so far uh, in terms yeah. of quality and race delivery today on the sprint. Uh, a clean day tomorrow, a two-stopper. If he times it right, I think he could he could bring back some more points for Haas tomorrow. 
And if no. if we get changing conditions tomorrow as well, like you know, starts dry and starts raining or something, or maybe vice versa, that's when I think mm-hmm. uh, drivers like Hulkenberg and teams such as Haas can uh, can really benefit because, like we talk yeah. often about, how they they struggle with race pace. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, changing conditions uh, might might really benefit them if they can uh, flip tires nail, often, nail the pit stops, and uh, yeah, figure out you know, when, when it's optimal to switch from inter to slick or slick to inter or whatever. Um, Dude, Russell was on point today. Was, wasn't he talking about switching? He was, was and he oh. created a, a little domino effect. Um, yeah. I'm not sure anybody was really actually going to pull the trigger and go for softs until um, they yeah, he had know, nothing to lose. saw Russell do it. <laughs> and it, you know, he came out of the pits and he was, he had a he lot was, of pace. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was throwing out like, you know, uh, fastest laps. You remember that meme that where somebody's like throwing out? They have the Wolf of Wall Street, DiCaprio, and he's yeah. like throwing out fastest <laughs> lap. That's the only. It was like living rent free in my head at that point. It's just seeing Russell like, like on Russell, a yacht, another fastest throwing lap. Out. <laughs> yeah, like, Pew, for you, for you, for you. And then at the for end, sure. I think he got nipped by uh, by Hockenberg. Ultimately, uh, pumped in a. The fastest lap overall for for the for the sprint race, but which was cool. It was it was a good little uh, festival to watch today. And I think the last thing uh, I'm gonna be keeping an eye out for is is just the sheer amount of overtake. I think we're going to break a record tomorrow in terms of like overtakes again uh, for the, the race for this season. I do like how the field is really kind of starting to to narrow a little bit. I mean, the order isn't changing a ton. Well, it's such a short, it's such a a short lap, right? Yeah. That it's just a short lap that like like 70 seconds or something. Yeah. It's hard for, for a gap to be created or for, for, uh, uh, your, your weakness to, to, to show up. Right. So like, it's, it's interesting. I think, yeah, which, which makes it more fun, right? Because everybody's so close in terms of lap pace and it's just, a, a tenth or less than a tenth between each team, so yeah, it makes it makes for fun little fun little race session tomorrow. So, I'm actually one uh, more thing to add for things that I'll be ooh. watching for at least tomorrow. Um, okay, so I'd say with uh, with the Alpine team, Ocon's definitely had the the upper hand between the two drivers so far this season. But tomorrow we got Gasly starting in ninth, Ocon starting in tenth, and uh, I'll be interested to see if Gasly can. Uh, you know, start getting some good results and uh, start beating his teammate and, and kind of make things a little bit more interesting and competitive over there. It's kind of been one-sided thus far. Yeah, guess he's um, smashing him tomorrow, dude. He's going to smash him. He's due am, for a oh. huge race. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the gambler's fallacy. I put all my money on Gasly tomorrow. Light it up, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be sweet. Yeah, Gasly's definitely one to watch. See if... Uh, he can at least get Hulkenberg. That I'm that I that I'm confident he can do. Um, maybe he can get Stroll. So well. Might get Stroll as well. Yeah. And Norris, maybe. If maybe Norris, I think Norris is, is still not a real. huge question mark because yeah, you know it's hard to tell how fast that car really is. If it like I kind of have a feeling that it's you know the pace is really improving over there. So like if I'm right about that, yes. I'm I'm not sure Gasly catches Norris, but. I mean, if I'm wrong about that, absolutely possible. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a for sure one to to follow. If you have if you have multi viewer, if you have like 
multiple screens. Like, yeah, you want to have Gassy somewhere uh, so you can kind of follow along on what he's doing. I hope TV can kind of, if he's doing some amazing stuff that we can, we get a chance to see it. We didn't speak about Albon. Uh, it, is he is he not really in there this time? Uh, he had a mini train today, though. Yeah, race, so that's but he a didn't good, get overtaken. That's a good question. I mean, obviously, like his his Williams is you know improving based on where it was earlier in the season, but it's still uh, you know definitely probably one in the bottom three in terms of overall pace. So uh, he's starting in tenth. He's gonna you know have to have another stellar defensive performance to to score some points but i mean he did it last week he's definitely capable of uh delivering those sorts of results yeah and i think in terms of strategy real quick before i give you my top 10 uh i'm leaning towards maybe a one or two stopper likely a two stopper uh majority of the field started on mediums uh and switching off to a hard seen as as far as they can take that those hards and then switching back to mediums or if it's close to the end and somebody needs to bang in a fastest lap or there's a safety car and probably use one of the 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 previously used uh softs so i think a two stopper one or two stopper is likely the case for I think paris if, if alban does in fact finish in the points then i think the driver who finishes one position ahead of him uh, gets the fastest lap Cause because there's going to be a DRS train. There's going to be a massive gap, and so whoever's you know running kind of last in that group that's ahead of him mm-hmm. um, yeah. will have the opportunity to put on a fresh that's set right. of softs and get the fastest lap without really any yeah. any jeopardy or risk. Because because if Albon's in the points, then the gap right ahead of Albon, I think, will be rather large. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well. It's a lot. There's a, there's some there's a lot that could happen tomorrow for sure, and uh, it's always a question mark with Williams. Eight hundred race, right? There are eight hundred races at this time. Yeah, it's this weekend, right? That's a lot of races. Yeah, so hopefully they can collect some points as well and and have something to celebrate at the end of the day. Um, it's wild right. that like obviously different teams, so this isn't the best comparison, but it's wild that like Williams has been around forever. They've had eight hundred races. Hamilton's been around a lot less time than Williams, and he's won a hundred races. <laughs> it's kind of wild to think about uh, uh, just how yeah. how dominant and some of the some of the stats and records that he holds. How impressive they are! Yeah, and you know we also have to remember seasons are getting so much much more longer now, and For drivers' sure. careers are getting so much lo- longer now. They start when they're like early, early, late eighteen, late early 20s whereas like older generations were probably their later yeah, 20s like how old before was they started when, when he was racing i think he was like <laughs> yeah, late like, 20s maybe 30s 30s like late 30s before he got out behind the wheels right 36 or 37 so yeah so, like, things definitely are, are a new yeah. era in, in f1 um yeah max kind of even alluded to that when he tied um Ayrton Senna's win record, he was asked about it and he said something along the lines of like, yeah, it's, it's really nice and it's, and it's cool and everything, but like, it's not that great of a comparison because we drive so many more races now. So like winning 41 races was a much bigger deal when he did it than, than when yeah, I did and it. If, what's you're in service, right? Uh, you're in service for Senna. Uh, Max is already at year eight, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
years in F one. I'm Google. I'm doing a quick Google search here. At Dunn yeah, Center. I want to say like eighty six to ninety three. Eighty four. Yeah, to ten years. Eighty four oh, to ninety four. Okay. Okay. Uh, he joined F one in nineteen eighty four. Yeah, so ten years, right? To get forty one races. Yeah, so Max still beat him, right? There's. But, yeah, but you know, to get to that 41, it's like what percentage of those 41 wins was like, what's his winning percentage? I'm going to yeah. say Senna's was higher when he got yeah, the yeah, 41st I, win I, for sure. Like way yeah, higher. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In terms They're of number what, of races. Like 10, 10 to 15 races a season back yeah. in, in like the 90s, yeah. 80s and 90s. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it skews, it skews. It's, it's, it's not apple to apple for sure. Um, yeah. So. All these records are to be taken with a pinch of uh, salt. Uh, top 10, moving on. I'll try to make this sweet, yeah, busy day. I still have work to do afterwards, but not thinking about it now. Uh, on Rod's top 10 for tomorrow. This was a tough one. Uh, really tough for me to do. It was. I don't uh, I don't envy that you had to do the top 10 this week. <laughs> After uh, qualifying, I was... Yeah. My one of my first reactions was relief that it's your turn to do the top ten. Yeah, dude, you're lucky. Okay, yep, here's sure what I, I got. Um, <laughs> I, I written, I wrote it down. You can as well. Uh, keep me honest here. Uh, as usual, our winner, Matt Verstappen. Um, I gotta take that free point, man. Like even in my F1 fantasy, like I don't trade for Verstappen. I keep him in there. He's going. Yeah, he he's going to do it. Um, followed by Sainz, P2, to Hamilton, P3, to Alonso, P4, just misses the podium, to Leclerc, P5. Interesting. Given, he has, given he's, he's still struggling with the, 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 the rear of the car. Um, followed by Stroll, um, mix, not very consistent, so don't want to put up my eggs. Like, don't, I, I, it's a risky bet to put him on. Uh, further ahead of Leclerc, uh, Perez uh, not as sharp as Max, so I'm keeping him a little bit behind. So he's P seven. P seven. Okay, so fifteen P7, to seven. Yeah, eight spots. It's pretty decent. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Norris uh, P eight, Russell P nine. So Russell started P eleven, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, P nine. If he can get Norris, and that's po- possible, or if he can, if he can do a bold strategy, he can he can probably rush, rocket ship ahead. But I think everybody else has decent race space. So, and the Mercedes is not the fastest in terms of race space. The only reason I have Hamilton up there is he's he's starting in a good position, uh, P five, and he seemed hooked up uh, the entire weekend here uh, on Saturday. If it wasn't for a mistake. In terms of communication with his team, I think he could have been, he could have placed better in the shootout this morning. Um, I also think so, between those two drivers, Hamilton just makes more out of situations than Russell. Like he gets more out of the car, out of the situation, out of the yeah. you know whatever. So I think you're that right. Sounds you're about right. right to have uh, uh, him finishing. And then Gasly. And then okay. P10 Gassley is Gasly. I see Gasly doing it. Yeah, I nice. see Gasly performing this weekend. So. Bringing it home. It, a lot of people are competitive here. The field is super tight, so it's just like it's tough. I, there's a lot of people I want to I, that could still make it up there. Uh-huh. but you know, this is kind of what my guts tells me. 
uh, when I look at the data and when I look at everything that, that came through uh, over the last couple couple of days. But yeah, those are my top 10. All right. So no Aldon in uh, the top 10. No, I think I it's going to be a tough weekend for them. Okay. It's going to be a tough weekend. Think it'll be close or not so much? Will he be like knocking on the door of scoring points or is it going to be like a cut, let's say maybe more typical Williams uh, outing? Um, back half, back third, like okay. 15. In terms of race base, it's relatively slower. Unless he's slower than Magnuson and Sarge. And even Sargent has a little bit more race base than him, but maybe that's the data is just a little bit skewed there. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I, the William in general... They're slow. They're slower than Alpha Tauri, I think, this weekend uh, in terms of race space. So, uh, are they? No, they're seven slowest. Uh, Alpha Tauri is even slower. Alpha Tauri is the, ten, the slowest of all. Of all well, I mean, Alpha, what, have I been about, what have I been saying about Alpha Tauri <laughs> literally all season? <laughs> Tauri is the slowest. Alpha Romeo is ninth. Haas is eighth. Uh, Williams is seventh in terms of race. So, that puts him around 14, 15. Uh, so yeah, uh, tough one, tough one to to kind of put my to take a bet on real realistically in a track like this where it's just you it's just three DRS hook him up hook him up don't get a five second penalty for 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 black and for black and white flags or for black or for or for uh, track limits and you should be able to finish the race uh, comfortably. Track limits um, will be an interesting thing to keep an eye on um, tomorrow. Yeah. It was a huge deal during qualifying. Um, I don't and it, during I don't the race really, last year too. Yeah, but uh, during today's sprints, I didn't I didn't notice much um, much yeah. talk about track limits. But yeah. you know, much longer race tomorrow, and you know they get a couple yeah. they get yeah. a couple gimmies when they go off of track limits. But you know, after they do it a couple times, they start getting penalized. So it'll be an uh, interesting yeah. thing to keep an eye out for. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be busy tomorrow. I'm watching a race at Baylor. Uh, where are you watching? Out in Ohio? Um, probably at my brother's house. Ooh, I think I'll nice. be at my brother's house. So okay, maybe okay. my parents. So house. you have, totally, not totally you gonna have sure to yet. drive over there. Um, I like. I mean, I'd ride in a car. I don't have a car anymore, so I wouldn't be okay. wouldn't be driving, but. Okay, you get a Uber or something. Good. Maybe, maybe. We get a Formula go. car over there. That would be Should nice. Hook up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, episode twenty of today, by the way. I uh, just wanted to, before I shut down this party, I want to thank a few people here. Uh, we had uh, Hunter helped us a lot uh, setting this thing up. Hunter from Girls Zoo F One. Thanks, Hunter. With, like, the logo. Yeah, I know. It's just super cool. Um, they're also, if you don't follow their podcast, please, please subscribe and follow girls who F one really cool podcast, uh, convinced us we should do the same. And here we are doing it. Uh, so thanks Hunter. Um, I, I spoke to a few people along the way also in terms of the data and stuff, just Merkel from F one data analysis. He has a pretty cool page on Twitter, uh, run some really good charts and, and, and tables and stuff. So kind of pick his brain here and there. Uh, to 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 come up with cool ideas, a way to interpret the data. So he's been he's been sweet. Um, Bryson, um, uh, tech F one tech heads, really cool guy in terms of logistic. Kind of picked his brain a little bit on that as well. Kind of what what equipments and how to go about this whole 
broadcasting or 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 podcasting thing. He was a super good help. Uh, and then anybody else that I'm forgetting? Uh, our friends at Fela, our friends at uh, at the bar, always there to 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 support us and to and to keep us going. Um, yeah, and then my friend at Team LH New York City. Um, she is fantastic. Crystal uh, manages the page well. Does some free ads for me sometimes. Pushes out my episodes to to her fan base. So that was nice of her. She did a few times. But yeah, twenty episodes in, uh, we're having fun. We're just doing this because we enjoy doing it. We're gonna have this conversation anyways. Maybe around exactly. some beers or maybe <laughs> some uh, some old fashions. Uh, but for sure. uh, the only we, difference we is we hit kinda... record first now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only difference here is that we're hitting record and sharing it with you and kind of giving you guys, you know, some some random two random guys insight into what to look at uh, in the race because we know it can be confusing and it was confusing and it still is confusing a uh, certain aspect for us. And doing this just helps us um, stay on top of it and learn and, and, and kind of uh, um, make sure everybody is learning at the same time. We know how hard it is to, to find new information and, and to, to look into it. So that's what we, we enjoy what we're doing. If you like what we're doing, just, Keep keep sending us the good vibes and messages and subscribe and like and we'll keep we'll keep doing what we're doing uh, and if we can do anything better we always we always keep saying it we're doing this for 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 everybody not just for us not just for glory don't care uh, we have yeah, other jobs yeah if you've got any <laughs> any ideas uh, any feedback uh, things that we could do better or interesting ideas things for us to try like let us know for sure yeah yeah. And uh, Trevor's gonna is gonna soon come up with his own section where he's gonna make drinks for us every weekend. That's so, a good every idea. Nice yeah. weekend. <laughs> coming soon. But yeah, uh, coming soon. More uh, later on in uh, in the series. But it's been a blast so far. Just twenty in, but just wanted to take uh, take a second here uh, at this mini milestone just to say thank you to a few people. Uh, yeah, tomorrow. Rise and shine, watch the race, and we'll come back and tell you how bad we, we predicted this race because it's good. I'm pretty sure I failed hard here. Uh, <laughs> we'll Trevor, see. You never know. Uh, going into 4th of July. Uh, ooh, I didn't tell you what I did. I'm in trouble here. So I spoke with Hunter Haney. Um, he, he drives Formula 3, and I told him I was going to light up some fireworks if he scores points. So probably be on the hook. Uh, he didn't. He had a tough day today, but – Made some 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 decent progress uh, during uh, the sprint this morning, so I'll keep an eye on on how he progresses tomorrow. We okay. might need to do fireworks uh, if he scores points this weekend, and I still owe uh, Logan Sargent if he does score points as well. I have more fireworks there that I need to do, but uh, it's gonna be fun. Let's I hope hope that I do have to do the fireworks stuff. That's kind of a uh, what I'm hoping for trouble. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. That'll be a tough one to figure out in the city. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, enjoy the rest of the day. Uh, and we'll catch up in the, after the race tomorrow or afterward. Sounds great. Bye everybody. All right, cheers, mate. Cheers. Bye.